This is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. This is the place to come to find out what are some of the best audiobooks around. And this is a particularly good week to be here because it is the week of the Audi Awards. And with me to talk about Audi nominations and winners is the publisher of Audiophile Magazine, Michelle Cobb. Hello, Michelle. Hi, Joe. How you doing? I'm good. So a very exciting week for the audiobook world. Absolutely. The Audis are considered the Oscars of the audio publishing industry. And how are nominations and winners chosen? Oh, it's quite a process. So we literally have hundreds of judges that work on the process. What happens is publishers submit titles they think would be potential winners in each of the 24 categories. Those titles are listened to by a number of different sets of judges and ultimately winnowed down to a set of finalists, nominees, however you want to categorize them. And it's usually about five per category. And then they go through another round of judging. And those five are just listened to extremely carefully to decide which one is the best of the best. And this year, the Audio Publishers Association has done something different because they invited celebrity judges to be part of the process for one of the categories, probably the most coveted category, which is Audiobook of the Year. So Linda Holmes from NPR and Lisa Lucas, who's executive director of the National Book Foundation, and Ron Charles, a book critic from the Washington Post, they all listened to the various nominees in our Audiobook of the Year category, and they picked the one that they thought was the pinnacle of audiobook listening for that year. I just want to I just want to interrupt you for one second. Now, how is Audiobook of the Year different? from any of the other categories. Is that chosen differently? It takes into account the criteria that all of the categories do. Must be an excellent listen, have great narration, have great direction, all those things that make an audiobook great. However, Audiobook of the Year also considers sales and marketing as a component. So it's not just about what's a fantastic recording, but also what's had an impact on the industry itself. And so that's taken into account in an early round to make sure that everything being submitted is a great listen, but also had some great steam behind it in the form of sales and marketing. And how many books are nominated for Audiobook of the Year this year? This year, the nominees are Calypso, written and read by David Sedaris, Children of Blood and Bone by Tomi Adeyemi, read by Bonnie Turpin. And this was featured in an earlier podcast of Audiophile from our Best of the Year. So we thought it was great, too. The Good Neighbor, The Life and Work of Fred Rogers by Maxwell King, read by LeVar Burton. Yeah, and that was featured, too, because I had an interview with LeVar Burton talking about Mr. Rogers. Absolutely. And then I'll Be Gone in the Dark, One Woman's Obsessive Search for the Golden State Killer by Michelle McNamara read by Gabra Zachman, Gillian Flynn, and Patton Oswald. And the two we'll be featuring today, let's start with An American Marriage, a novel by Tiari Jones. This is read by Sean Crisden and Issa Davis. So this title is actually an Oprah book club pick that Oprah loves so much she's planning to turn it into a movie. And based on the title, it's really no surprise the book focuses on a marriage. The reach that this title had from Oprah's endorsement alone certainly helped it hit that audiobook of the year status. And 
I am a huge fan of titles by this author. She's only written four, but she really does something amazing with characters. They're well drawn. And hearing this particular title to me made it even better because the main characters of Roy and Celestial spend part of their time separated due to Roy being wrongly incarcerated after being falsely accused of rape. And during their separation, they communicate via letters. This works really well in audio because it's an interesting shift in perspective, especially as you're listening. Yeah. So we get a sense that, you know, marriages work and the separation and the stress of the events that they go through make everything even more difficult. And we actually get to go back home with Roy after five years. And it turns out that there is another person, Andre, who has kind of filled the hole that he left. Yeah, I love Tiari. She is such a wonderful writer. I've had the pleasure to interview her a number of times over the years. She is just so good at creating people and places with such specificity. It's truly beautifully written, beautifully narrated. And there's something that our reviewer said, they use the word intimate Mm -hmm. to describe the feeling of hearing the letter reading. And that describes exactly how I felt listening to them. Well, you have a clip. And so why don't you set the clip up for us? Sure. This is Sean Crisden. And let's hear him and hear how the words just really pour out of his mouth. Let me start again. Celestial and I grew up on the same narrow street in southwest Atlanta. The street was Lynn Valley, off of Lynn Drive, which branched off of Lynnhurst. The dead end was considered a plus because we could play in the road without getting run over. Sometimes I envy the children today with all their taekwondo, psychotherapy, and language immersion. But at the same time, I appreciate that back then, being little meant you really didn't have to do anything but stay alive and have fun. Oh, yeah. He he just sounds, it's, it's almost like a train moving forward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought of it as kind of like a waterfall because I wanted to bathe in his reading, really. So, okay, it sounds like it's a wonderful narration. I've read the book, but I really look forward to listening to it. I'm sure you'll enjoy it, yes. I bet I will, too. That's An American Marriage by Tiari Jones, read by Sean Crisden and Issa Davis. And you have another audiobook of the year you want to talk to us about. Yeah, this is the Beastie Boys book by Michael Diamond and Adam Horowitz, read by Michael Diamond, who is Mike D. Diamond, Adam Adrock Horowitz, and then a full cast. So this takes audiobook of the year in a totally different direction because the audiobook is walking through the beginnings of the Beastie Boys past and how they got started. And, you know, I know them best for you've got to fight for your right to party. You know, so that's sort of like, you know, <laughs> I should never sing, but really, um, you know, that's the way I think of them. And uh, that comes across in the, in the audiobook really well. Rolling Stone actually called this an audio play, and the audiobook got so much press, which really helps us understand, you know, in addition to being a great recording, it's also got a lot of press. So, of course, it's a great pick for audiobook of the year. I first heard about this, oddly enough, from Linda Holmes when I was listening to Pop Culture Happy Hour. And 
at the end of each episode, they talk about what's making us happy. Oh, hilarious. And Linda Holmes started talking about how she was a judge, and she's listening to the Beastie Boys, and I'm thinking, oh, really? And she said, nothing I would ever pick up, but oh my God, it is so good. And then it's an audiobook of the year. It seems fabulous. I mean, the people they have narrating. Oh, no. I mean, Spike Jones, LL Cool J, Tim Meadows, Rosie Perez, Amy Poehler, Rev Run, Bobby Cannavale. I mean, I can go on and on. I mean, it would be like the best party ever. It really, it really is a party. And they had a lot of fun with the format. You can actually hear, you know, the guys that wrote it sometimes reacting to themselves, kind of laughing as they're, uh, they're reading it. So that's what made it even more enticing of a listen was that you, you felt kind of with them on their journey, which was great. And you have, a, of course, a clip. What are we going to hear? This is a clip about the third band member, Adam MCA Yauk, who actually passed away from cancer in 2012. And he provides, you know, his death, sadly, you know, provides a lot of the emotional stuff that's happening in the audiobook. So here's Adam Horvitz talking about Yauk. He ended up having a bunch of these shows all over the world. Huge concerts in baseball stadiums with huge bands like U2. Yeah, he could get in the door and on the snowboard helicopter in Alaska because he was famous. But not many people can rally so many others to work for free. Especially for some weirdo cause like nonviolence. Passion and compassion. Yauk had him. There's something kind of sweet about that. That is exactly the word I would use, yes. Well, anyway, this has definitely hit my list of books to listen to. The Beastie Boys book by Michael Diamond, Adam Horowitz, read by them, as well as a full cast, including anybody you've ever wanted to meet. (laughs) Yes, very true. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the Audio Awards are tonight. I'll see you there, and we'll be in our finery, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Absolutely. Wear comfy shoes. (laughs) I will. (laughs) Thanks so much, Michelle. Thanks, Joe. You've been listening to Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Subscribe to Behind the Mic wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a rating on Apple. It helps people to find us. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Oasis Audio. I'm Joe Reed. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.